0: Studio Funk! Hello, welcome back to another episode of Studio Funk. On today's show, we've got the wonderful Andre Gibson. Friendly man of Universal Togetherness Band. Right. Okay. Let's go.
1: I got
0: my speech written. All right, Grammy. Yes, yes. Welcome back to an episode of Studio Funk. And as you heard at the very top of today's show, we got the wonderful Andre Gibson in the house. together Universal Togetherness Band. Man, I have to say, I've been sitting on this for a while. <laughs> and I'm so happy that today, the day has come. And also, I'm not the only one who's been waiting for this. I wanna give a big shout out to my Patreon family at patreon.com forward slash studio funk. Where I made the announcement a while ago saying that we're going to have Andre on the show. We get into a nice interview. Really great, actually. Spectacular one. We talk about the late 70s and early 80s. About how the band got together. And talk about the notorious Chicago Party. Through to modern day, we talk about Numeric Group. a lot of the unreleased music was brought down into modern day, which we all now enjoy to this very day. And not just that, we get into a nice, as expected, tribute mix at the end of the show for Andre. And I have our own Studio Funk, Chicago Party. <laughs> That's right. Those of you are probably wondering, what is the Chicago Party? Well, you'll find out. Also just wanna say a big shout out to my Patreon family, at patreon.com forward slash Studio Funk. A lot of great extra episodes on there recently. Great insight. Especially with our recent guest, Cool Rao, an essential crate digger. Showing off his Gospel Boogie and Soul 45s. Shout out to Cool Rao, Parish Council. to waste. Let's continue with the show. Coming up soon, let's get to an interview with Andre Gibson. Before we get into that. Warm things up.
2: one
3: This is Saucy Lady and Yuki, and you're listening to Studio funk. Funk,
0: funk. Time for something special, something exclusive right here on Studio Funk. This is a world-exclusive brand-new track by Andre Gibson, featuring orderly Reed track called Letting Go. Today's show, I'm really proud to present. We have a very special guest coming all the way from Chicago, who is a musician, producer, songwriter, and also the frontman of Universal Togetherness Band. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm really proud to present Andre Gibson.
4: Good evening, folks. How are you?
0: We're good, Andre. How are you, my friend? I'm good.
4: I'm good. I'm, uh, I had a pretty busy day today, but uh, uh, I'm here to, you know, kind of shed a little light on what's going on musically with uh, with me as far as uh, Universal Together's band and my new stuff that's coming out. So um, I'm pretty excited and uh, I really enjoy uh, doing this podcast. It's, it's, it's something fresh and new for me. I got a lot of stories
0: to tell you. Indeed, indeed, there's a lot to get through. <laughs> I have to say, I've been <laughs> all week looking forward to this, and um, yeah, man. So, like, people are probably there'd be some people who are who will be aware of who you are, and some um, that might be not so familiar. And just starting from the top, then it's like back in early '80s you formed together a group called universal togetherness band in chicago but like how did that actually get started where where did that project start from
4: well let's take it back a little bit further than the 80s it actually started in the late 70s uh you know how how you have neighborhood bands and mm-hmm. uh you know to keep us off the street we uh we formed a band, and actually, it was called Color Vision. And from Color Vision, we did gigs around the city, you know, little nightclubs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was, we had maybe about a ten-piece group. There were so many dudes on stage, you know, we could not even turn around. But uh, it, uh, Universal Together's band, kind of morphed uh, from that band, and right. uh, yeah, in, in the late 70s. um, I was attending Illinois State University. Uh, I was part of the Black Art Jazz Performers, uh, Dr. Frank Suggs. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a 10-man performing group called For Real. And For Real uh, consisted of uh, myself and and Jerome Odom, uh, Fred Wilson and Eddie Gordon and the twins. Who subsequently became uh, the lead and bass guitarist for Universal Together Spain. Spain. Right. Yeah. So after I left, after I left Illinois State, I moved back to Chicago and I enrolled in uh, Columbia College. Uh, and back then, Columbia College was, you know, kind of small. You know, they had mm-hmm. one building and we all we all did our stuff in that one facility. <laughs> Uh, bit cozy. And now they, <laughs> yeah, now they've expanded halfway through most of the South Loop of, of Chicago. Mm. But uh, they, uh, you know, I was in the, a part of the uh, original Arts and Entertainment Management program, uh, which was teaching you know sound engineering and, and and uh, promotion and advertising for the arts and uh, and so. Uh, in my class, there was a young man, Paul Hanover. He played harmonica. Uh, you know, we were doing little gigs. Like I said, we hadn't officially became Universal Togetherness Band. We were still under color vision. But mm. uh, Paul, uh, I hooked up with Paul and my younger brother Arnold Gibson. He was. Uh,
0: uh, he,
4: he he decided he wanted to play drums. Uh, so I invited him into the group. And, and I recruited uh, Fred Misher and Leslie Misher, and it was us five. And we, um, we subsequently became Universal Together in Spain.
0: Right. So that's actually your brother on the drums, then. I didn't realize that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's baby brother. Yeah. Wow. Arnold <laughs> we call him Double Sticks Janu
0: <laughs> Double Sticks.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Double Sticks Janu Yeah
0: oh man that's nice and
4: he, he tell he tell a story all the time about how we used we used to rehearse in my mom's basement and uh he was a, he was you know maybe about 13 14 and uh and we were rehearsing and he said he used to like to play baseball he was on the baseball team mm-hmm. and he was coming down the gangway and heard us rehearsing and we were hitting uh one song that I played vibraphone, and he said he heard vibe me playing those vibes, and he said that's what I want to do. He dropped his, he dropped his baseball glove, and quit the <laughs> baseball team, <laughs> and became a, a became a drummer. And he used to pester me all the time. Let me play with you. Let me play with you. And I was like, man, these cats been playing a long time. I don't know about that. And mm. and. Uh, he was part of the music program that I graduated from, uh, Chicago right. Vocational. Right. And uh, you know, as, as I went on into my college career, he was—he graduated out of that program, and, and he became a drummer. And I gave him a shot. And I was so impressed with his uh, with his eagerness to play mm. uh, that I invited him into the band
0: yeah it sounds like to me he must have been really working hard as at his craft to get that shot as well because as much as yeah. like as much as you're like big bro to him, he still wants to prove himself, you know
4: yeah exactly he, he he impressed us he impressed us you know and I you know when we brought him down to audition, it was like you got one shot and one shot mm. and man he, he, he you know. My, my philosophy has always been original material, so, you know, I would throw a, t- a tune out there for him, and, and uh, he ate it up, man, like Pac-Man. I was like, okay, bro, you convinced me. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> you ain't got to ask no more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great, man. That's great. So, yeah, it makes me realize that. I don't know if if that name universal togetherness band actually came from like you said at the beginning there's like a lot of you on stage (laughs) so right right when there was a lot of you on stage it kind of like you informed this name of like universal togetherness band i I don't know is that the kind of inspiration behind the name
4: yeah i you know that that was a you know that was during a period when i was kind of going through my little cosmic spiritual uh Transcendental Meditation Type of, you know, mode So, you know, I was really In tune with Cosmos and the universe And,
5: Mm. you know,
4: peace and love And, Mm -hmm. you know, all of that Astrology, so You know, that universal Thing just came to me Because I've always wanted You know, the music to be All inclusive And, uh, and, uh once we once I kind of came up with that universal name and and then I brought back two members of the old band and my brother and then this new Jewish guy that played harmonica just made it all complete and it was together. And that's where the Universal Togetherness Band came in.
0: Right. Right. And
4: uh and as we were, you know, with me and Paul being students of the uh Arts and Entertainment Management Program at Columbia. Uh, they offered uh, these free uh, studio sessions uh, for the sound engineering department, and mm-hmm. uh, we jumped right on that. Uh, as well as uh, winning the Columbia College Showcase like two years in a row, uh, we were pretty hot band,
5: mm. uh,
4: and uh, and we took when we took the stage. Uh, we tore it off. And then my mom, my mom made us these satin, lane outfits. She said, (laughs) you're going to be out there performing. You got to have a costume. I was like, "Mom," She was like, no, she went and bought all the material for all five members. (laughs) And she made, she made us all these dynamic outfits. And, uh, you, you'll see, uh. The product of that from that Chicago party video
0: that we did. Right, I was just about to say, because as soon as you mentioned that, I immediately had visions in my head of your performance in the, the Chicago party, where yeah. you're dressed in the red and looking slick, man, like everyone's <laughs> looking, you know, ready to perform yeah. on stage.
4: Yeah. yeah, I mean, back then, back then, you know, the, the performers, you know, they came out with you know, costume. You know that that was all a part of your presentation. You know, you had to you know give the audience something outside of just standing up there playing. You know, and and the the the, the, the costume just added that much enhancement to your performance.
0: Yeah, most definitely. I think um, the outfits and you know it was a big thing back then. And you know, when I think about. Even to the like the wildest extremes. When you look at like you know, funkadelic, Parliament, yeah. and you know, yeah. their, Earth state, wind and fire. Yeah, yeah. their stage, yeah, their stage presence they... and their outfits were everything. Like
4: that was it. That was it. You know, you didn't come out there on stage. I mean, um, and not uniformed. And mm. That was just part of the show. You know, mm. people came to see what you were gonna have on, how spectacular it was, how sparkly it was you know if that was just that just made you feel good
0: So I definitely want to talk to you a bit about the Chicago Party, um, which I have to say is such a wonderful thing. And even earlier tonight, actually, I was once again just going through the video and just watching your performance and watching other people perform around that time. And it was such a magical era. And for people who are not familiar with the Chicago Party, it was a night was in Chicago and I think it was, it was filmed on TV there was only something like 20 episodes so it was quite short lived wasn't it and yeah
4: yeah it was it was it was, um, it was it was a short TV show variety show mm. uh, and basically it covered yeah, it covered maybe half the summer you know half the year mm. saying. not just the summer but half the year and uh it was it was filmed out of this nightclub that uh, on the south side that you know everybody kind of hung out. And, you know they had all these different things going on, all these performers, and anybody that was doing anything in Chicago wanted to be on that TV show.
0: Mm. Yeah, the the the, the energy and vibe from that show is crazy. Like everyone just having a good time and. Yeah, yeah it's quite bad actually I've just already forgotten the name of the hosts who forgot who hosted the show but they also they had a good time making it and they had like little skits where they like did funny comedy things and stuff but also the show not only does it, did it have like musical performances but it also had acts like people might do things like magic magician tricks or there might be like people doing dances or there was one good yeah, one they, I did watch. Yeah. Uh, there was people doing steppers and stuff.
4: Yeah, yeah, uh, ventriloquists. You know, they, they had, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had it all, man. It was like, you know, everything but fire eaters because they wouldn't let no fire in the club. <laughs>
0: yeah, man.
4: Uh, yeah, but the owners, the owners of that, that club, Willie Woods and Christopher. That was it, uh, yeah. Willie Wood, yeah, Willie Woods is the one, that's the guy that actually introduced us on stage. Willie Woods is a renowned uh, uh, trombone uh, musician. Mm. I, you know that it surprised me because I really didn't know. I thought he was just a club owner until that Chicago Party thing came out, and and uh, it came out to me that this guy is a premier saxophone—I mean, a trombone player in, in Chicago. So mm. sessions with some of the top producers in the in the nation, you know. Uh, but he he gave us a good plug coming out. So kudos to Willie Woods.
0: Willie Woods, yeah, and it's, it's it's quite an iconic moment when he just introduces you on. It's like
6: on the show this evening we have a group of young guys called
0: universal togetherness band let's give it up for universal, universal togetherness together- Bands. and then it's like you guys just walk on and um yeah man you perform the track pull up
4: yeah yeah that track was actually written by uh my younger brother and myself
5: <laughs> right
4: yeah, so that that's how that's how how uh, engaged he was in <laughs> performing with me he was like bro i got this song i wrote and i was like yeah because i was writing i was writing all of utb's material me and paul uh and uh he said bro i got this track I, I got this song i wrote called pull up and uh and he was i was like oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know how you count mm. yeah. And uh, I he he laid it out. Actually, he played bass originally on it. And I was like, "Man, that is a funky track, man!" Let let me put something to it. (laughs) And we put and we we went to work on it. And uh, because he used to come on my house, and he would like stay all night Mm. into the day. And we had all of my equipment set up in my basement. So he would be down there my wife would be like is he still down there playing them drums <laughs> 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 He get on the keyboard he get on the bass he's a very multi talented
0: brother too. Crazy man crazy <laughs> back a bit as well so the chicago party was the early 80s wasn't it i think it was yes. 1982
4: yes. At cop- yeah mm-hmm. at the copper box to the lounge
0: yeah yeah that was 1982 right right and so as far as like performances go for chicago and before you performed on the chicago party i imagine that you was performing other places in chicago around that time as well
4: oh yeah we have a matter of fact that uh our manager antonette stern a tony stern she was a feisty little sicilian woman and she got us booked in pretty much every club in the city chicago the taste of chicago was originally known as chicago fest we played that twice Right. we played the uh cubby bear which is a very well-known club right the street from Wrigley Field uh, Redford's Gas Bar, so rare. we did all the clubs
0: that had live entertainment we hit it alright and the thing is when it comes to Chicago everyone knows that Chicago is like center of the universe when it comes to music <laughs> um, so much talent has come from that place it, it's, it's like mind blowing when you start looking at it deeply it's like so many sources and links of people and even around that time when i'm watching things like the chicago party and you're on there performing with your band and then you got other f- fantastic groups as well like magnum force and other key people like yvonne gage was on there and yeah. you know yeah. we also got donald Pittman, like mm-hmm. you know it's a uh, it's it's quite a mind-blowing thing and yeah, like, Jesus
4: Wayne, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It, I, I mean some some dynamic you know uh the, you know the old saying you know all the successful you know artists they come to chicago to get them get them <laughs> and go fishing for the premier musicians <laughs> you know because they know if they come here they're gonna get some some prime you know cats to play with them as their either side men or as their accomplices
0: Mm. that's the thing it's it's that search of that you know that raw talent and Chicago is just like (laughs) it's overwhelming with it
4: Yeah, and and to this day it's still that same way you know I mean we got time like I said I was was in a studio session last night with with, uh, some new young cats and they were like man you know i'm like granddaddy around like, you know, like hey dude, can we can we hook up with you i was like man can i hook up with y'all you know that's the you know it's a mutual respect thing going on because y'all are killing it
0: yeah and it is it's true is it chicago and, and later down the line we even talk about some things where you got to even collaborate with some modern-day people in Chicago Mm. who are running like Mm. certain record labels and things that you did a few years back as well. And um, so like unfortunately like the Chicago Party only lasted for so long and it it came to an end. And um, I was actually looking up a bit about history around that and unfortunately like it came to an end for numerous reasons really. I think at the time... In the nightclub scene and stuff, things were changing a bit and, you know, it, later down the line, I think, um, as the years progressed, obviously, things changed and because I think when it comes to the story about yourself and with the group Universal Togetherness Band, also, we'll get into it later about uh, Numeric Group who later on were able to release a lot of your unreleased material and but I've always wanted to know, it's like, from that time, from the Chicago party, like, like, what happened around that time? Like after those performances and such, like were you then going to the studio and making some more music and how did that go?
4: Yeah, I was I was still doing performances and and, and writing music and mm. putting out, you know, CDs like any other indie artist. You know, I, I've never wanted to sit around and wait on somebody to discover me,
5: Yeah, you know? yeah. I've
4: yeah. always had this passion to, to, to make my music known to an audience. Um, uh, and I used to say all the time, you know, I, 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 put my music up against anybody that's out there and, you know, I feel that strongly about, you know, it's merit, mm. you know? So, so I, I continue to write and I continue to, uh, to play even after uh the band had uh had broke up uh and you know i sitting around i you know during that that record that columbia college uh era where we were performing we were getting this studio time and and some of the major studios in in chicago universal and xena db
5: uh
4: uh, max tracks and uh Paul Serrano, where Earth Wind, and Fire, and Ramsey Lewis used to record on a regular basis, um, and so during that time, I, you know, I had the foresight to purchase the master tapes that we were recording. We weren't paying for studio time, but you know, I would buy the master tapes and I just wow. store them. And you know, in my, like I said, in my, in my heart, I always felt that these were going to be valuable. And as the years went on. You know, my wife used to say, Hey, put those things. I need this space. So put that in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, I kind of packed it up in cold storage and stocked it away in the garage. Mm. And for like 30 years, 30 years, those masks sat in my garage, just.
0: That's crazy, man. You know,
4: sitting there. And uh, this numero group had this young. guy john kirby who was on their staff and john kirby was going through the chicago party uh because they were doing they were they were creating that that uh, cd for chicago party with Billy woods
0: yeah and
4: uh and he saw that performance that we did and he said oh these are the guys i want to i want to uh introduce and one thing led to another. They, he called me one night and I was laying across my bed and he said, are you the guy that used to have me together in band? <laughs> Now I said, yeah, that's me. I, 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 hadn't, I hadn't heard that name in 30-something years, right? He said, well, I, was, I saw this, uh, this video footage of you guys from a TV show at the Copper Box and, and I was wondering if you uh, would be you know, interested in doing a project with us. And I'm mm. thinking, is this a joke or something? Man? <laughs> <laughs> and I, you, you sure you ain't no bill collector or like something? No, no. And he said, no, 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 I'm real. This is legit, man. He said, uh, would you happen to have any more music? I saw the song pull up, but we was wondering if you had anything else. He's, and I said, do I? And I went to the garage, ran and pulled out that. Shh. That, Container, I had all these twenty-four track master tapes, about eight of them, and then I had quarter. Inch, I had the uh, the one-inch uh, sixteen-track masters, mm-hmm. and then I had all the quarter-inch stereo master mixes. And I said, he said, "Can you meet with us at Numero?" Went over there. I took some of the stuff, and just the guys were just blown away. They was like, "Man, we ain't had nobody." Come with this kind of material in a long time. I was like, this is what I, you know. This is this is my passion. This is what I did." I yeah. And, and uh, they were like, "Man, you, would you like to do a project?" I was like,
0: "Absolutely." <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Andre. That, yes.
4: <laughs> and that was that was the uh, that was the cre- uh, creation of my relationship with. Louis Who has been? I mean, they have, like I said, reinvigorated the whole Universal Together's band
5: Mm. uh,
4: thing with the with the with the album that they produced and CD. You know, it's you know they've even it's even transitioned into sync licensing the songs being published on the fx series snowfall
0: right
4: uh, and the hbo series uh somebody somewhere so it's been a very very
0: wow good man
4: with numerous
0: i didn't realize that so it's actually been yeah. published on onto the tv series and such
4: oh yeah a couple of
3: them
4: uh, uh there's a it's
0: on it's on you
4: know the guy that did uh, that was on breaking bad the lawyer Saul better call Saul
0: yeah better call Saul well, yeah
4: mm-hmm. well he did a movie called girlfriend day and that too my sentiments is on that track is on that movie what yeah as well as uh my sentiments made it to this new HBO series called uh, somebody somewhere that just launched this this uh well I mean, I think they may be in the sixth episode but it played on the absolute first episode of that series all the way through and then gave us credits.
5: So wow, yeah man. it was
4: yeah that numero that numero relationship really 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 set it off.
0: just to clarify as well that the Numero group a relationship I think it started and it looks like to me you might have been in contact with them like 2013,
4: 2014 yeah Mm -hmm.
0: 2014 uh, yeah so the first album the Universal Togetherness Band album came out in 2014 and also you were well i'm glad to see as well you released some nice singles as well you've got the saturday night and more than enough single which is like one of my favorites i have to say um one of my yeah. dear favorites i really love that single and i do want to talk to you about more than enough especially that track because i know you've got a really great music video as well and i know you've got some good history and stories around that as well
4: yeah that um that is one of my favorite tracks as well uh, that more than enough you know I, I wrote that now the original universal togetherness band with the twins and my younger brother we had uh, in the about around 82 we had decided you know to to disband but i uh, i kept the the band going with uh with some more musicians art love on bass and frank alexander uh drums alan mm-hmm. burroughs on guitar and uh, mike young on the this saxophone player that was just wicked and uh we put together that more than enough and lucky stars and yes you know, out of that my sentiments mm. and that um that year in 83 my wife cindy uh who's past may she rest in peace uh was a radio and TV broadcast major at uh, Chicago State University here okay and her senior project was a music video and I just it just so happened that she had a specimen living with her me <laughs> and, <laughs> and so you know we spent the whole summer of 83 going around the city with this big shoulder held video camera shooting footage i mean we shot everything from from the, the south shore country club jazz festival to the venetian night fireworks. it was just i mean we just Beautiful, did all kind of footage and she actually put all of that footage together and did the editing and that's where that more than enough uh video came in. We did, we did, we did staging in my living room. We did changing, changing outfits. It was this, and she was a, a pretty intensive, uh, a director. She was, she was a no nonsense girl when it came down to that. Mm. And her tenacity, uh, was the end product of that, uh, of that whole summer. and, um. and, 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 and And just here recently, I discovered some of the raw footage outtakes that summer, and I mean, it is it is some gems on there. Uh, Wow! uh, With with the Universal Togetherness when we when we first was 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 rehearsing that more than enough down in my basement, she recorded the whole thing. Oh wow! It's out of sight, um. You know, I'm trying to negotiate now with uh, what we're going to do with that footage. But it's some it's some gems. Yeah. And, and, and you know, in this day and age, nobody has a VCR, right? So <laughs> I had to I had to go around to three or four different pawn shops <laughs> to, to find to find a VCR, right? Nobody had a VCR except this one little tiny pawn shop. It was way in the back. It had so much dust on it. I was like, man, how much is that VCR right there? He said, man, you can have that for $30. I was like, So <laughs> 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 and, uh, and I brought it home, hooked it up, and, and started going through that tape, man. And it just brought tears to my eyes with oh, all man. the stuff, the interviews that we did and, the people that we were recording uh, uh, and actual footage of us engineering the the tracks at Universal Studios—it was just just so much in, on these tapes, as well as that finished uh, video product that you see on on
0: YouTube
4: and and out. You know,
0: wow, it. that's 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 incredible, and I I, I always. It's, it's it's that incredible feeling as well of like holding on to this you know these archives of this footage for so long and then just 30 years later just reveal it and it, for you just have to watch it and it must have been breathtaking and um, it was
4: it was i mean one, one thing about me you know my wife keeps coming kind of a pack rat because i try to keep i keep everything And and my job actually—Are you a a (laughs) holder? Uh, only for certain type of things like musical instruments, stuff that's pertaining to my passion, I'll keep that. But if it's not relevant to to what I'm doing, uh, it can it can go. (laughs) But my job, actually, on the commodities exchange, I spent 31 years there, and I was actually their records manager for all the historical data. So I learned about archiving and information management and uh, that kind of thing because right. that's what I did for them. Mm-hmm.
0: So you learned that information and obviously took it to put into good yeah. use.
4: Uh, yeah, I, I learned about you know maintaining history. You mm. know that's you know history is history is very valuable, and it must be uh, it must be protected you know and maintain so you can reference it back because and referencing history always gives you a a a pathway to where you want to go your future you gotta know you gotta you gotta reference your past in order to know how to navigate your future
0: But yeah, with your label, Giant Records, you continue to release music throughout and up to this very day. And also amongst that as well, you did, did a collaboration with another fellow uh, record label based in Chicago, and that goes by Star Creature. And yeah. people who listen to the show will be aware of Star Creature. Which is you know a label that specializes in the boogie funk and the modern funk, and you did a great collaboration with Mogwa, with a yeah. great seven-inch record with "I'm Just Saying" and Angelica on the B-side.
4: Yeah, that was that was a collaboration that that uh, we kind of stumbled into that. Uh, you know, I was I was listening to some stuff on SoundCloud. And I ran across Maguire, had the original track called Chinatown Dance. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: And it was just so, I mean, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, man, this dude, is awesome. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I kind of reached out to him and said, Hey, Maguire, you know, do you do collaborations? He was like, with you, of course. So we did a collaboration with Chinatown Dance. And it's a it's a it's a nightclub that nobody's ever heard that track yet.
0: So, right, so it's unreleased. So,
4: so Tim, if you're listening, <laughs> we got Chinatown Dance, me and Magua. <laughs> but <sure>. uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> I'm, I, I am sure Tim is probably listening because he's going to be yeah, like yeah. Oh, yeah, Andre's on your yeah. show. I've got to check this out. Right, 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 right. <laughs>
4: and and you know, I wanted to my 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 idea my concept that i was trying to trying to get was especially during this lad this past uh chinese new year i was trying to get some dance footage because mm. the, the the lyrics in the in the song say in chinatown we dance in chinatown we dance uh and but i was i wasn't able to facilitate that but you know that's still on the trussel board by chance, we can make that happen. That would be great. Uh, but uh, but from that, uh, Maguire and and I heard Jan- Angelica too, and I asked Maguire, said hey, can I put some <laughs> lyrics to that?" He was like, "Of course you can." And uh, I think I uh, I came back and with the lyrics, and he was like, "Oh man," and he said, <laughs> "I said you got anything else?" And he said, "Oh yeah, that's uh." I'm just saying and he played that track for me. Now, I laid those lyrics in about twenty minutes. That's how that's how that's how hot the track was. And then um uh that's yeah, like
3: that. Tim
4: yeah, Tim put it out and uh and they had it on forty five and I went to this club and this DJ Merrick Brown was playing it. And they were dancing. He was like, Andre, Andre, listen, look, look, look. And uh, I mean, they were cutting the floor up. And I
0: was like, Oh man, this, this this is real deal. It's a big track, man. Big
4: track. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice, it's a nice dance track.
0: Like, on Star Creature Records, they they got a lot of releases, and Tim the Wilder is constantly putting out new stuff. Ooh. But I do find, in my own collection, I do go back to this record time and time again because because I know as well it's that one collaboration you did with Mogwa there's only one collaboration record so it's Mm -hmm. not like there's Mm -hmm. like multiple of them it's just one of them so (laughs) you know it's unique in that way and I felt like as well yourself doing the vocals on it it just fits I I don't know it's one it's it's really interesting to hear as well that you also like heard his beats first heard the production that he was doing and was like can I collaborate with you on this and then you just work together on it and it's just like it was meant to be it's like your vocals on his work and you two both working together it's just perfect harmony yeah i mean
4: and 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 it's it's there there are a couple of other you know well young songwriters that have reached out to me after hearing uh some of that stuff uh and you know i'm I'm open for collaborations you know i you know that you know I'm working with this young uh, a songwriter, you know, out of uh, uh, Argentina. Right. And uh, he, he sent me a track and, you know, Steppin' is, is was created here in Chicago. Yes, sir. And he laid that track on me, man. And I was like, dude, this is like the new Steppers anthem. You know, and he was like, really, you like it? I was like, like it. Let me hook it up and boom, you know. So we're still in the process of doing that, but I laid the lyrics on it. And I put a little sweetening, you know, from my from my studio, and uh, and we're looking to put that out maybe uh, maybe summertime because I mean we have step we have stepping conventions here.
0: You have stepping conventions in Chicago.
4: Oh yeah, oh yeah, Damn. yeah, oh yeah. Matter of fact, that and folks come from all over the country to to come and, and compete in this you know the world's largest steppers set it's what? Like thousands of people yeah thousands of people
0: i was not aware you know, of
4: i'm that. i'm gonna send you i'm going send you a uh i'm going send you a clip of the last the most recent uh co- uh convention it was like <laughs> unbelievable
0: right you yeah, had
4: outfits right. that they put on you know you got you got one guy dancing with three women you know, and they all in sync. Oh, it, it's something
0: to see. Man, that's crazy. You hit it right here on Studio Funk. There's Steppers Conventions conventions
4: in yeah. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because just to refer back to the Chicago party, because I was watching it earlier today and there was some stepping on there as well. And I was just like, it, it had me just like, I, I, I jumped off my seat, man. It was just like, it just made me so happy to see um, some real OGs doing the step-in, like, real OGs. You
4: <laughs> yeah, know? man, that's that's where we come from, man. We 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 we, we step-in aficionados, you know.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, I mean,
4: coming up, you know, from all the old clubs they used to be. And now they still have uh, uh, weekend uh, stepper sets at the Grand Ballroom, at the Dorchester here in Chicago out west, you know, and that's there's, there's there's different styles of stepping because the south sider step a little bit different from the west siders. But you know it's all in it's all in good uh, it's good deep.
0: Taste. It's deep.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you Man. got the fancy footworkers, you got the smooth walkers, you got the you know, the dippers, you know, it's it's just all different types of styles to, but it's all yeah. stepping.
0: And I I'm imagine this stepping as well, just like how it was back in the day, is the dress code's got to be sharp as well, right? And the oh, man. you know the shoes you got to be come. the shoes got to look right, you yeah.
4: Can't, you can't come to the step and said half half stepping. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no half, ain't no half stepping. <laughs> like ain't like Wave no said, ain't no half stepping. You gotta do it good, yeah. You gotta have your outfit, man. You Gotta be on point. Man. Male and f- male and female.
0: Andre, yeah. you got send me the video after this call because I'm gonna be checking it out.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. might
0: you might catch me yeah. stepping. <laughs> that's
4: alright. You know, and you hey, pra- You know how you know how you pr- know how we pr- used to practice. Either you get the broom, and you and you you know use the broom as your partner, mm-hmm. or you get a swivel office chair, and that's how you got your moves down pat. Cause that. That swivel office chair is gonna spin around, your spins and turns is gonna be right on point. Yeah, that's how we used to practice.
3: I'm just saying for four sick. Let it come dance with me today. I'm just saying DJ playing our favorite song. I won't step with you all night long I'm just saying I'm just saying what you won't say Lady, come dance with me today I'm just saying DJ's playing our favorite song I won't step with you all night long I'm just saying I've been watching from across the room did not make my move too soon I'm just saying As I saw you sitting there With moonlight in your hand You were saying don't walk away I'm just saying All night you've been checking me If you're game then what's it gonna be I ain't playing I'm just saying what you won't say
0: Bringing it to modern day, like I said before, you're very active, very busy. You're always working on things. And your latest album release called Moving On, which was released last year in March, is a fantastic piece of work. And I've been listening to it a lot, actually. Not just recently, but um, it's one of those albums that I kind of like go to and listen. And I really enjoy it because it's just like one of those albums that... I press play on it and I don't you know I don't skip it there's a lot of fantastic tracks on there and just to highlight to you like some of my favourite tracks on there I love the track All I've Got where you got featuring of Audley Reed which is a nice seven minute track I enjoy a long track
4: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: and that's beautiful man and yeah yeah and obviously the, the title track moving on as well Never Get It is great I do like Rainbows yeah. on the Highway yeah. as well Said-
4: Set it up, you know. Set it up is pretty funky. Uh, you're the first, uh, yeah. That song for us, and I'm gonna give you a little backstory on, on moving on. My wife, Cindy, uh, we were high school sweethearts. I was married to her 48 years, right? Mm. And in 2019, she passed of a massive heart attack, mm-hmm. and so I just went into myself and and I started putting songs together because she was my biggest fan, and my greatest critic. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do something to honor, and, uh, as a tribute to her and our time and love together,
5: That's lovely, and her man.
4: appreciation for my music. So I put that uh, moving on because, you know, even even with that, my, you know, she gave me two beautiful twin daughters who. You know finished their master's degree and then the public relations and marketing
0: that's fantastic to hear uh,
4: yeah they they, she passed away one month after they graduated and so i just felt uh uh, like i i wanted to do something to to honor her so i put together those tracks in that moving on uh album Mm. as a dedication as a dedication to her
0: Sandy Gibson That's beautiful That's beautiful It's it's something like that That context It also helps And gives yeah. you a lot more It has a more lot of weight now obviously, To this album as a whole Obviously myself listened to it before I just took it as a title Called Moving On And just Listened to it Enjoy it for what it was So Because I was going to say That Listening to those tracks On this album Like all of your music I always feel like you always create music that, you know, I can honestly feel like you put your soul into it, you know, and it's like you're constantly creating timeless music. It's like you said earlier about yeah. having music where you talk about certain topics that as, you know, it's not time bound, it's timeless. It's not going to yeah. feel like, oh, this song was made at this particular era or this particular year because it's yeah. following a particular trend. Mm. It's just that, good um, classic style of, you know, songwriting, which we all love, which we all, you know, no matter what genre of music it is, is that good songwriting will always last forever.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, indeed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so thank you for this album, Andre. It's, it's a beautiful piece of work and um, yeah, it's, it's fantastic to hear the, the stories behind it as well.
4: I mean, so now we're, we're keying up for <clears throat> this new project that should be out the end of April. Uh, and it's entitled uh, Summertime 312, which is the area code for Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, what we do in Chicago during the summertime, I try to uh in uh, the different vibes of the, of the, the, the project i got some nice stepper and stuff i got some nice uh uh danceable tunes
0: yeah right i'm looking forward to hearing that so that's gonna be coming out at towards the end of april yeah the end end of april for sure
4: yeah
0: right so people listen to the show right now you're gonna be having a new album from andre gibson very soon on the horizon
4: yeah look for it
0: summertime 312 summertime 312 you heard it first here in studio funk yeah and i know that as long as alongside yourself um making music for yourself i know you're you keep yourself busy (laughs) and i know you also do things like tutoring as well and you're now teaching like younger kids um how to pay keys and stuff like that which is great to hear so you pass it on to generations as well is this something that you've been starting up to doing recently or something that you've been doing for quite a while yeah, yeah now?
4: just yes yeah just started just started this like I got a uh, I had a three-year-old that I was that I was teaching because her mom wanted her to learn she bought a piano and then uh, my godson his son you know his actually his grandmother said you know can you do lessons and you know i had such fun with the three-year-old and they yo came. i was like okay well i can do it so mm. yeah, that's what i've been doing
0: you know that's great man that's great and so what's like what's the future look for you i know you've got this album coming out and end of april and are you got plans for your next moves after that was it too early to say
4: Um, no no it's not too early i mean you know i i've I've got the next album already in the can so what you know i try yeah I, (laughs) i matter of fact the next three albums are already done i'm just you know trying to pace myself
0: you know. Right. Uh, okay, so you're sitting on so you're sitting on these, gold right now. You're sitting on gold.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just you know, I just keep coming and you know, they just keep on uh they just keep on, you know, manifesting through the through my um through my writing and my singing. So, you know, I'm stockpiling it just like I did those master tapes and just you know, making sure that I, I stay relevant and have content. You know. And yes, I sir? got
0: plenty of content. Yes, sir. Yeah, so please, please don't stop. <laughs> Even if you find yeah. yourself you're sitting on ten albums waiting to come out, it's it's all good. <laughs> okay. It's all good. We, yeah, for sure. We mm. we uh, always look forward to having more. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, is there any additional things you would like to say or promote?
4: Well, um uh I'll be performing live at uh you know this uh, this festival that they have uh, just started last year. We performed last year, kind of did very well, so they invited me back. Uh, it's called Sundays on State, and they shut the shut downtown uh, State Street from uh, Lake Street to Madison, which is uh, maybe like a four block radius, and they put up the main stage. So I'll be performing there live August twenty third and uh, maybe I was out singing a snippet of what we
0: we're doing so it's done nice. live they're dancing in the street vendors you know typical Chicago summer wow nice nice once again because of the Chicago party because it's so fresh in my mind <laughs> yeah. there's a particular <laughs> episodes and they're like party on the beach
4: <laughs>
0: yeah it just, Yeah. Oh,
4: that was that was that was the premier black radio station called WBMX. And yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that beats used to. That's where we used to hang out. I mean, for decades, that was the hang spot. You know, like uh, where Will Smith did his summertime. You know, where you drive through and you ride, and everybody looking at you. You know, it, that was it. That was the spot. Yeah. DJs bring their equipment out and just blow the neighborhood up.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that that episode is really good. Really, really good. Yeah. There's some good performance yeah. on there and then there's a particular yes. it's like a rap that um
4: with the young lady. Yeah. The young lady did the rap, yeah.
0: She does a rap and that and she's like promoting the station like W B M X and like Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funky yeah, as well, know. man. Funky man.
4: Right. House music, you know, was created from that, from that, you know, whole scenario. Frankie Knuckles and, you know, uh, 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 Hot Mix 5, all those cats, DJs, they, they,
0: you know, they turned it out. See, that's the thing. We didn't even get into to speak about that kind of like that next step that obviously yeah. house music was birthed from. Right. But man, we have to, to say for another time for another yeah, feature,
5: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another time on the show. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Andre. It's been oh, it's such been a
2: pleasure. pleasure.
0: Yeah. It's been so good to talk and long time coming. I've been a fan of your work for a long time, and it's yeah. one of those things where myself personally, I kind of like worked to this moment of like it's like I knew it's like yeah, it's the time to yeah. ask you to come onto the show. Right.
4: Appreciate you extending this invitation.
0: I feel like it's the perfect time. And I look forward to all the future projects that you do and even some future exciting things. I know you've got, like you said earlier, you've got some unreleased footage or some video stuff. And man, it's it's coming
4: coming down. (laughs) You can be like, oh man, that's UTB actually performing. Yeah, that's
0: us. I can't wait. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're yeah. ready for it, man. We're ready for it. Okay. We're ready it. for it.
4: <laughs> well, I'm glad, you know, and I, and I appreciate your listening audience, you know, and their interest in uh something that I created 40 years ago. That's you know, it's still I still try to be relevant with uh with the staying in my lane, uh, mm. and making things that are uh, enjoyable to you know all generations not just my generation but generations yeah.
0: to come mm-hmm. yeah definitely because that's the thing is that there's people now who are probably still just discovering universal togetherness band yeah and record heads like myself are like oh man i gotta pick up those 45s now <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah it's, it's the way it is it's that you know your legacy will continue to grow and it's just like it is also just obviously originally being so thankful for you to hold onto those archives and you know never departing from them no matter how many times you move house <laughs> yeah
4: right right and and and, and you know and, and staying true to my uh philosophy about originality mm. if you got the talent and the, and the mindset you know Put it to use and, and 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 stand on what you believe in. If you believe your stuff is good, then self-promote it. You know, don't wait on somebody to, to sign you up or or to to validate you your work. You know, make it make opportunities. You know, don't seek opportunities, make them. You know.
0: Yes. And that's a perfect note to end this interview.
4: Alrighty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Say no more, Andre.
4: <laughs> okay, all right. An- peace to all you. to all your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh
0: man, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest all of the right. evening. And um, I'll speak to you my soon. My little
4: student, my little student over here, he knocked out, man. He, he, was. I told him, I said, sit here while I do the podcast, man. Ten minutes later, he <laughs> ain't woke up yet.
0: Yeah, so for our listeners just checking in now, it's like, how old is he? Is he 10 years old? He's eight. Eight years old.
4: Very eager to learn his piano. He did what he did. He told me, I'm really excited about my piano lesson. But then the, the podcast came during his lesson. So I just said, just sit here with me. Really, just the vibe. Just the vibe. You don't have to do nothing. Just be here. The vibe, mm. the vibe will, will, will come through.
0: Soak it in. Soak it in.
4: Yeah, exactly
0: definitely okay thanks Andre
4: okay on that note I will see you when I see
0: yes sir alright okay All right. take care
4: take care I appreciate you
0: peace oh man what another fantastic interview that was once again big shout out to Andre mm-hmm. Pleasure and an absolute honor to have you on the show. So much great insight. So, it's wonderful band. The insight stories as well. Working with the Mera Group. Releasing the, all the unreleased material. Man, wonderful, tough. Wonderful, wonderful time of the show, but guess what, we ain't done, if you're familiar here on Studio Funk you know we always get into a nice tribute mix for our guest, and we're going to do just that right now, we're going to get into a Studio Funk Chicago party, so sit tight, turn the volume up, and enjoy. signing off for the rest of the show I'm just going to let you enjoy it Studio Funk will be back next month of course in the meantime don't forget you can check out Studio Funk at patreon.com forward slash Studio Funk for extra episodes more insights and all the good stuff
6: thought ought to be a good idea to have some of our visitors to the Chicago party put on their bathing suits, and of course they're female. going to entertain you.
0: As I was saying, this week we have an unknown person. And it's to my understanding that we have a lot of unknown people throughout the world. But somehow or another, we were able to get an unknown person here to perform for you this evening. He'll be performing on skates, and we call him the Unknown Skater.
3: Goodbye. And thanks to the Universal to get on this band. Yeah. And also thanks, Betty, to the Chicago Party Dancers.
0: They're fantastic. I love them women. And we can really play some more blues for the ladies. Oh, no, we're, we're going to play disco right now. We're, we're going to play disco. Jazz. Oh, no. Hey, nah, hey, nah, nah, nah. nah, nah. yes, up. hey, nah, nah. yes,
6: hey, disco. The blues, disco, man. No, no, no. The blues. The blues. The blues, baby. Jazz. The blues. XX. Yes, the blues. Right here. Right
0: the blues. Jazz, Jazz, the blues. Baby. Jazz. Jazz. thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed the show studio funk is a monthly podcast which is available on popular podcast services like spotify and itunes but also can be found on other popular music services like soundcloud and mixcloud if you'd like to support the show you can do it at patreon.com forward slash studio funk where you become a monthly subscriber where you receive extra perks and extra content Extra content includes full tracklist to the show, bonus episodes, giveaways, and a lot more. That's patreon.com forward slash Studio Funk. Thank you.
5: Studio Funk.